Good morning, everyone. It's election day in the Queen City. Stay tuned for news. It's uh, looking pretty dark, foggy, and blah out there today. Might need your overshoes. New Hampshire Attorney General Gordon McDonald has announced that he, along with attorneys general from 31 other states and the District of Columbia, has signed a letter to Equifax requesting it hmm, disable links for enrollment into its fee-based monitoring services in wake of the massive data breach, which saw the personal uh, data of 143 million people stolen from its databases. Equifax is offering free credit monitoring services in response to the breach, but in the letter, the attorneys general object to Equifax, quote, Seemingly using its own data breach as an opportunity to sell to breach victims, we believe continuing to offer consumers a fee-based service in addition to Equifax's free monitoring services will serve only to confuse consumers who are already struggling to make decisions on how to best protect themselves in wake of this massive breach. The attorneys general also wrote that Equifax, which has waived credit credit freeze fees for breach victims, should pay those fees to Experian and TransUnion for breach victims that want to completely freeze their credit. In releasing the letter, McDonald said people are understandably angry and upset over the data breach, saying it's caused considerable confusion that could lead victims who are already vulnerable to inadvertently sign up for a costly program instead of the free service. Consumers, quote, uh, who are absolutely at no fault in this situation should not have to pay to a- anyone to completely freeze their credit. Equifax should not be given uh, should not give even the impression that it's attempting to make any sort of profit off this enormous breach and consumers should have access at zero cost to the best available credit monitoring services and protections. In the letter which was sent on Friday The attorneys general requested information about the circumstances that led to the breach, the reasons for the months-long delay between the breach and the company's public disclosure, what protections the company had in place at the time, and how the company intends to protect those affected. The attorney general also gave – the attorneys general also have had communication with Equifax expressing concern about the terms of services to the free credit monitoring and the prominence of service enrollment information on Equifax's webpage. McDonald urged consumers to monitor their credit reports, bank accounts, and credit cards, and to report any suspicious activity immediately. We've uploaded the letter for your review. News from Own Backyard continues after this. Hi, I'm Judy Lubier of Seniors Helping Seniors in Home Care. Join me for our Caring for Seniors segment on Wednesday mornings at 740. Learn what to look for and what you need to know only on Gerard at Large. Residents in South Manchester are doing their best to make it hard for the Board of Mayor and Aldermen to ignore their opposition to a rezoning petition that will enable the construction of up to 200 high-density rental units along South Mammoth Road. Current zoning would allow for the construction of about two dozen single-family homes. Frustrated, angry, pleading area residents have flooded multiple public hearings and board meetings to oppose the project, but the process has made it through to all but the final approval with little expressed opposition on the board. Now they've gained enough signatures from abutters within 100 feet of the project to file a protest petition against it under state law. As a result, proponents will have to muster 10 votes or two-thirds of the board to approve the zoning request. Despite the petition, Alderman on the Committee on Accounts, Enrollment, and Revenue Administration voted in favor of the rezoning last night. 
Those in favor were at-large alderman and committee chair Joe Kelly Lavasser, Ward 12 alderman Keith Hirschman, and Ward 2 alderman Ron Ludwig, who himself fought off a rezoning request on Wellington Hill not all that long ago, thanks to the opposition of neighbors. Opposed to the rezoning were Ward 5 alderman Tony Sapienza and Ward 8 alderman Tom Katzian-Tonis, who represents the neighborhood. Katzian-Tonis made a personal appeal to his colleagues, saying he hoped he would have the support of aldermen who he supported on their ward issues in the past. We'll see about that. The Manchester School District has finally released the names of school board members who take the district's taxpayer-provided health and dental insurance benefits. The release was prompted by a right-to-know request from former Hooksett School Board member John Liskars, who said he objected to his town's tax dollars paying for board member benefits rather than things students needed in their classrooms. School board members taking both the health and dental benefits are Sarah Ambrosi of Ward 1, Leslie Want of Ward 4, Dan Bergeron of Ward 6, Erica Connors of Ward 8, and John Avard of Ward 10. Hey, they're all part of the spend more money crowd. Taking the dental benefits are Mary George's of Ward 3, Kate DeRosier of Ward 11, and Connie Van Houten of Ward 12. Hey, they're all part of the spend more money crowd, too. The annual premium cost to the taxpayers for these eight folks is over $108,000. That's two teachers in the classroom, folks. We've linked to the complete article we published on our website yesterday. It gives all the details. It's primary day in the Queen City. Voters will go to the polls to choose the final contestants for November's general election in the races for mayor, alderman, school board, and ward offices today. Here's a rundown of today's primary contests. In Ward 1, voters will choose between incumbent alderman Kevin Cavanaugh and former school board member Christopher Stewart and newcomer Jeff Nyan. In Ward 2, voters have five choices for alderman, welfare commissioner Paul R.R. Martineau, former school board member Bob O'Sullivan, Timberlane Teachers Association President Ryan Richmond, former Chamber Executive Will Stewart, and restaurateur Tom Svoliantopoulos. In Ward 4, incumbent Alderman Chris throw grandmama out of her home. Herbert faces a rematch with financial services professional Steve Matthew and newcomer Jason Hodgden. In Ward 6, in the race for Alderman, both for the November general election and to fill the vacancy created by the resignation of Alderman Nick Pappas, Voters will choose between three newcomers, Elizabeth Ann Moreau, a veteran and immigration official, restaurant manager Peter McCone, and cleaning company owner Ryan Van Orden. There will also be uh, two ballots in Ward 6 today, which will vote at McLaughlin School for the first time, one for the special election, the other for the primary, so be sure to cast both. In the race for school board, incumbent Dan Bergeron faces political newcomer and IT business owner John DiPietro and Democrat Ernesto Pinder in Ward 7. Longtime Alderman Bill Shea is opposed by Brian Cole and Brenda Nuiso. In Ward 8, former Alderman Betsy DeVries is looking to make a comeback against Ed Sapienza, a retired corrections officer who ran two years ago, and business owner John Cataldo, whom we just heard from here on Drought at Large. In Ward 9, former Fire Chief James Burkish is looking to unseat incumbent Barbara Shaw. Newcomer Michael Ricker is in the race as well. In Ward 11, Voters will consider incumbent alderman Norman Gamash, former alderman and school board member Russ Bullett, former Ward 12 alderman Armin Forrest, and Andre Rosa for alderman. In Ward 12, it's alderman Keith Hirschman versus state rep Joel Elber versus college student Hassan Essa versus Jonathan Barrett for alderman. For school board, incumbent Constance Van Houten faces former state rep Carlos Gonzalez and newcomer Kelly Ann Thomas. As for mayor, the question is, who will finish first? Mayor Ted Gatzis or challenger Joyce Craig as the other candidates in the race are really not factors in anything other than making sure there was a primary. We'll have complete analysis tomorrow. Well, 
as complete as we can get, but throughout the week, stay with us. That's news from our own backyard. Draw it at large. Hour two is next.